back with the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop, 744 now, and we're joined in studio by State Senator Darren Bailey, who's also a Republican vying for the nomination for that party uh, to be the next governor. Uh, and he joins us. Good morning, uh, Senator. How are you? Hey, good morning, Greg. I'm doing great. And I just I want to thank you for allowing me to be on here this morning. And I want to especially thank you for the, the job you do. You seem to be one of the few news services that just really do a good job encompassing uh, the entire program. So thank you. Well, there's a, a lot going on uh, this week. Definitely there's going to be a lot going on. Uh, it's incredible uh, that a veto session can actually produce a lot of things that uh, have nothing to do with vetoes. Uh, but we'll touch on some of that coming up and some of the things that we're hearing could pop up here. Uh, but uh, let's talk about your campaign. What are you hearing from uh, constituents as you uh, travel the state? Well, all over the state, and that's what I encourage people to. Uh, you know, anytime I say something, I always put uh, action uh, with my words. You can always go to baileyforillinois.com. You can look us up on Facebook so you can see the true momentum, the grassroots uh, movement that's taking place all across this state. People are fed up. It's quite interesting interesting because even on our uh, our campaign site where we receive donations and people are buying hats and shirts and signs uh, when we when we kind of dig into who these people are I'm going to say almost once a day there's a hard democrat that's getting involved because uh, and, and then sometimes we'll follow up and, and have a conversation they're tired they're tired of of losing this wonderful republic that we live in they see it happening so up in the Chicago area you know the ethnic groups the the Romanians the Hungarians the Polish the Cubans uh, they've they've witnessed this before, and they're very upset about it. And and they see they they witnessed it happen in such a short amount of time, and they're seeing the ingredients being played out exactly here. Well, what, what is it that they fear is happening? Well, they fear that uh, uh, when you begin to try to dismantle, uh, you know, our law system, when you take away the authority and the power of a police, you know, a policing body, and you let uh, crime run free, and when you try to, when you start indoctrinating our children, uh, that's the that's the that's the birth pangs of, of a socialistic, you know, government. They've witnessed it. They've seen it. It happened. History is repeating itself if we allow it. State Senator Darren Bailey joins us here live in studio on the WMAY morning news feed. Um, and I take it that, uh, you know, you're riding high with a recent poll that came out. Uh, tell us about that. You've got other contenders in this race. There are four announced at this moment, but it's still, you know, quite some time before January when you guys start filing and even uh, the June primary of 2022. Yeah, we uh, we shared the poll that was uh, taken by a, a group up in Chicago. We had, we had also just recently completed our own poll, and it was amazing that these two polls uh, matched identically uh, with our poll. We've got the uh, you know the, the the engagement of the thirty four percent that said they were going to vote for me. They knew why. I mean, it's pretty amazing, and it's a pretty substantial number uh, for this uh, time. And and the fundraising backs it up as well. Uh, we were able to outraise uh, you know everyone, and, and and that trend I believe is going to continue because people are seeing hope. They're seeing someone stand up. They're seeing someone that's not just talking but showing proof of what they will do and uh, and and that's where this movement's at it's a true grassroots movement well if i could i'll, I'll um, uh, push back on that just a just a moment here because uh, some some have raised criticisms to me saying that yes you you speak a good game but you're not backing certain things that are in the legislature right now like the the void the void card uh, i think uh, senator anderson has something along those lines uh the the police measures that uh, senate republicans advanced a couple of weeks ago uh unclear if any of that's going to advance at the state 
state house or the Democrat controlled legislature. But uh, are you signed on to those bills as co sponsors? And if not, why not? Well, many times it's because uh, staying ahead of this, I have my own void the void uh, card uh, uh, bill. So no, I've been a uh, I've been a very staunch advocate for voiding the void. I've been a very staunch advocate, you know, for uh, for standing up for the police. So it's a matter. Many times uh, there's so many, you know, there's eight thousand plus bills out there, and and if I've got a bill that I want someone to sign on to that I think's a good idea, I'll go around and I'll solicit that. So uh, thank you for bringing that to my attention because many times it's simply number one, I might not be aware of it. Number two, I probably have something similar uh, to that, and uh, those are the two main reasons that. Uh, and I appreciate you uh, mentioning well, that. And, but other than soliciting supporters, uh, what are you doing to cross the aisle and uh, maybe you know get some some Democrats uh, who surely are getting flooded with void card complaints? Right? Yeah, right, absolutely. And here's the irony, and I think any Republican will tell you this: that many of our friends on the other side of the aisle, when we have uh, you know, there's a lot of men and women you know that, that shoot and appreciate their Second Amendment freedoms, and when we have conversations with them one on one, my conversations at least lend me to believe that you know some of these ideals they they agree with me however once they hit the floor and the voting starts, you know, if they're not able to buy off Republican votes so that they can vote, you know, no or yes for a particular item, then they pretty well march lockstep with wherever the money or wherever the power. Everybody's so worried about reelection. State Senator Darren Bailey with us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Let's talk about uh, veto session. Uh, we've heard all kinds of things could come up, everything from uh, ending parental notification for the termination of a pregnancy uh, to possible changes that uh, could come for the uh, Health Care Right of Conscience Act uh, to even something uh, State uh, Representative LaShawn Ford shared with us earlier, giving prison inmates in prison the ability to cast absentee ballots. Uh, what do you anticipate is going to happen? There aren't any vetoes that need to be overridden. So what's the point? It almost seems like there's a contest with the party in control to see who can come up with the most ludicrous idea. I mean, we started the year off in January by by the attempt to dismantle law enforcement and, as you suggest, give a, you know give the criminals more freedoms. We ended the year with teaching our children pornography, you know, from, from kindergarten all the way through high school. And now we have this, uh, letting 12-year-old girls potentially decide if they want an abortion or not because they believe they, they have that capacity to do so. Uh, Governor Pritzker's wanting to force a police officer, health care workers, the very people that put their lives on the line a year ago, you know, with, with, with nothing. They went out there and did their work, and now he's telling them uh, that you must be vaccinated or else you will lose your job. And oh, by the way, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the current law upholds their view that, uh, you know, I can, I can object to this. So let's just change the law. I, I find it appalling and disgusting uh, that, that this mindset is this. And good grief. What in the world is Representative Ford thinking of giving criminals uh, these rights? When you break the law, when you wind up in prison, uh, there should be a punishment, you know, instead of a, a privilege. We're talking with State Senator Darren Bailey here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Um, you had mentioned uh, fundraising a bit earlier. Uh, of course, uh, you know now not looking at veto session, but looking at your uh, your, your your bid for the GOP nomination. Uh, are you talking to big donors? Are you ta- or are you looking for some of the, the just small donors? 
Yeah, where so uh, the unique situation with our campaign is we have almost and maybe a little over ten thousand unique donors who who have given five dollars on up, and many of these are recurring donations. So, uh, you know, a true grassroots movement—that's what it looks like. And then, and then as this grows, uh, yes, you certainly attract the attention of the uh, the large donors. I personally believe that many of the uh, you know the super large donors are probably going to set out and watch the uh, you know watch through the primary because they usually do that. So I feel anticipate that. However, yes to your question, we've got a lot of people that we're in conversations with. Many times when you look at our calendar on baileyforillinois.com, you'll see, you know, we, we publicize and post the events, but uh, uh, those 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 holes, those vacant times in our calendar, they're filled up all day long with just one-on-one meetings with either groups or individuals. And especially in the Chicagoland area, people have been burnt. They've been lied to. They've been stolen from. They've seen broken promises. And I mean, there, a lot of times we'll go into a meeting with just glazed over eyes. And, and I just offer the proof of what, uh, how I've stood, what I've pushed back on, what I'm willing to do. And uh, we're being received very well. I asked uh, one of the contenders yesterday, Gary Rabine, about uh, the, the search for a lieutenant governor uh, uh, running mate. Uh, where are you at on that uh, prospect? And um, you know, who, who, what kind of candidate would you be considering to, uh, to run alongside you? Absolutely. We're uh, we're closing in on that. been uh, praying and fasting for that quite some time. We've held many interviews. Uh, we're kind of excited. Every interview that we've held, uh, the people that we've interviewed with have said that if they're not chosen to be the lieutenant governor, they certainly want to be a part of this administration. So uh, that, that announcement obviously will be coming soon. You know, I'm kind of looking at returning the base of power to Springfield. I think government should, should operate right here out of Springfield. And uh, we're contemplating the thought and the idea of having a lieutenant governor maybe be stationed in the Chicago area to be the ambassador uh, to the city. Uh, you know, we're, we're you know in that area where another half of the people reside. I mean, right now, currently, uh, the, the lieutenant governor is uh, under, you know, supposed to be in charge of rural affairs. And I can tell you, living in the country all of my life and being a farmer, I've never seen a lieutenant governor in my area. So I think we'll flip that and give the lieutenant governor more, uh, uh, you know, the ambassador role for the urban areas uh, so they can help hold Chicago, the mayor and Chicago politics accountable and listen to the good people in Illinois or Chicago who are indeed Illinois residents. 